Blog Talk Radio. I'm Raina Star, so you don't have to be. Desperate House Witches is not a G, PG, or even an R-rated show, so if bad language, bodily function, dirty talk of any kind might offend you, this show is not for you. Desperate House Witches is brought to you by the incredibly wicked one, the amazing Dorothy Morrison. Please check out www.wickedwitchstudios for all of your witching needs. I am currently back. From the Mystic South Conference, Mystic South 2023, sorry, I'm still tired from driving, in beautiful downtown Atlanta, Georgia, please check out mystic-south.com. Next year's date, July 26th through July 28th, 2024. Put it in your calendars now, and don't forget, it is a fantastic Fantastic, fantastic conference. Gets better every year. I have been to every single one of them. And we do a live show from there. So come on and check it out, mystic-south.com. All right, with me for a half hour, we're doing a short one today, is my friend Julia Hadass, writer of Witchcraft Cocktails and the current book, The Modern Witchcraft Book of Astrology. Hey, my friend. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so glad that this worked out. <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm, You know, once again, and I, I complain to you about this often. Every time you write a book, I kind of get like, well, this title doesn't accurately describe everything we're getting. Um, the modern book, the, the modern witchcraft book of astrology, your complete guide to empowering your magical, your magic with the energy of the planet. Yeah, okay, but it's really so much more than that because not only do you examine astrology, but you examine all kinds of things. You do crafts and spells and potions and herb mixtures. You, I mean, I, I don't have what would have been a better title on the tip of my tongue, but I feel like <laughs> this book could have been so much better described because it's so much more than just a book about astrology for witches. How do you describe this book? Yeah, so part of the thing with the title is it's it's part of their modern witchcraft series. So to be to, to that extent, it was like predetermined yeah. that it was you know they've got like the modern witchcraft book of runes, modern witchcraft book of tarot. They have that. So it's kind of it came with <laughs> the title. Um, but for me, this is just, you know, you know where I came from, you know, working at Mystic Dream, which is now um, the Tarot Trading. Yeah, Detora, yep. Hello. Um, you know, with the guys. Plug for yeah. Detora. <laughs> Plug yes. for Detora Trading. Check it out online. Go ahead. Yes. Sorry. They're wonderful. <laughs> I love them all. Yeah, and, um, you know, working, working for them, um, you know, in the early days, and we had just this wonderful astrologer there named Paul, and he kind of started my journey with astrology. And 
weaving it into to magic. So I just wanted to break it down in a, in a different way because there's so many wonderful books about magical astrology. And so I wanted to approach it just a little differently um, and add something hopefully to the conversation, but you know, that witches could use in multiple ways. And, you know, I'm an energy worker, so I had to put in like the energy alignment stuff for, you know, yeah. meditations for each of the signs and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just hope. I, my hope is that people can find a way to connect to astrology for them, you know, through this book and break down concepts like, you know, the houses and stuff so people can feel more yeah. comfortable in understanding what they can of astrology because there's a lot. <laughs> There you know? is. There is. I mean, just for an example, like I'm, I'm just, I leap through these things, and you know, I, I happen to be on Scorpio season, and you break it down into seasons, and then there's, there's sub, sub, uh, texts that run through these um, meditations and spells, and you know, I just happen to be on the, the magical myth that you put in here. And I love that you list these ingredients. And oddly enough, I was like, oh, my God, is everything in here going to be, a, you know, a, a drink of some sort? And it's not. Well, no, I mean, I love the fact that you incorporate non-alcoholic things and alcoholic things. I think that's super yeah. cool. Like your safety pin protection charm. Super cool. I'll let you talk about that if you want to in a minute. But um, I was going back to the, the the magical myth. Now, I want folks to understand that all of the things you put into these recipes, you've thought about the ingredients very carefully. For example, you need a tablespoon of vodka. And you talk about, and I don't want to give the whole potion away because I want people to buy the book, but I also want you to explain, like, why you picked vodka from an energetic witchcraft standpoint for this particular myth. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the fun part of where like my kitchen witchery, my magical mixology yeah. stuff, like kind of seeps in. Cause I did like, honestly, for all of the ingredients in this book, I tried to choose stuff that you could get at a grocery store, like in the spice section, uh-huh. fresh ingredient section. Um, and so one yep. of the things that you do in magical mixology, mixology in general, is infusing alcoholic spirits with ingredients. And so in mists, you typically have to put some kind of spirit, right? Um, right. And so in this case, it's, it's vodka for this recipe. Vodka can be, be made from a, a lot of different ingredients, you know. So if it's, like, from potatoes, it could be really good for, um, you know, strengthening and endurance. Um, if it's made from, you know, wheat, you've got those grain elements, all that. So vodka can be a little bit varied um, as far as the energy, depending on what it's made out of, what water is added to it. But it's really good because it's brought to such a high proof in distillation, you know, compared to other mm-hmm. other spirits that are then infused further. Um, it has that level of purity, yeah. that clarity, that crispness. And so especially with um, this, it's like a sensual star-powered magic mist for Scorpio. And like Scorpio has that, you know, the eighth house energy of the mystery, the occult, but also it's got that protective stinger. It's very sensual sex, death, rebirth, all of that fun stuff. And so I wanted to create like this kind of mist that 
has all of the aligned, you know, ingredients for that energy, a little bit of sensuality, but also being protected, grounded, and feeling powerful. And so that vodka really just adds kind of like, you know, it's the clear quartz of, of alcoholic spirits, of the magnification, you know, the, the clarity of the energy. Um, so, yeah, that's I'm just being infused with vanilla and then certain oils are, are added to it. But it's a great way like, even this, I wanted to just be an example, you know, to show people, too, of, like, you can do this with your own mists at home. You can infuse the uh-huh. alcoholic spirit, whether it's gin or something else that you add to your mist. You can infuse it with an ingredient. You can do um, – sorry, I'm going, like, on a rant now. But even, like, in the, the latest issue of astrology – latest issue of astrology, yeah. um, one of the recipes was creating this infused um, alcohol with orange peels. And I have it that in the orange peels, you inscribe your sigils. You engrave it into the orange peel and then infuse the alcohol with that. So that's just like another layer. You can astrologically charge your alcohol. You can use citrus peels to infuse it, put your sigils in it. You can put it into a cocktail or you can put it into a magic mist. So it's just, um, I get nerdy over all the layers that you can put into your cocktails, but also into <laughs> applying that into other parts of your witchcraft. Absolutely. I mean, for example, as long as you're buying that vodka and you're going to yeah. use it, whether you're <laughs> making drinks with it or you're making that magical mist, me being a Libra, of course, I was curious about mine. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> it's also, vodka's also good for, um, the diffuser spell, the Harmony diffuser spell, again, I'm not giving yeah. you all the ingredients, so buy the book, y'all. Um, but it's, it's good. Vodka is good. Um, and when you say it's the, the clear quartz of, of spirit, it's really true. And as we know, as practitioners, clear quartz is what we use to amplify intention and whatever yeah. else we're using or our, our goals. Uh, we're using a, a, a quartz crystal to amplify that vibration. And so you can also be using it for this diffuser, this reed diffuser spell, which is also cool. And you had mentioned citrus infusions with that as well. And, of course, this says on yeah. mind, which I love the way that smells. And talk, yeah. a little bit about, uh, talk a little bit about vanilla, because vanilla – a lot of folks are like, oh, God, vanilla, it always smells like cake. It's always this, it's always that. But it doesn't real. a lot of people do not appreciate the magical properties of vanilla. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, a lot honestly goes into vanilla. I'm kind of surprised to hear that because I thought it was such a popular, maybe they're all just getting like synthetic oils or something, you know, because uh, when you work with it, like the vanilla bean itself, uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's the scent is much more gorgeous. Uh, and I also put that into like a perfume um, in the Libra yeah. season. Uh, which is just enchanting. But the thing about, like, vanilla, like, what I love about all of these ingredients, too, is that there's other Mm. layers to it, right? And so vanilla is is not just uh, a vanilla bean. It's this fermented, you know, orchid. It's a lot of effort goes into producing the spice. So it's only magical when it arrives, you know, (laughs) into into your household, Um, and so I love working with vanilla bean for that reason because that effort that goes into it already being created, you know, it's good for so many things, attraction. And when you use, like, organic, fresh vanilla bean, it's just 
it's everyone's drawn in by that scent. Maybe the synthetic yeah. stuff um, isn't as attractive, but it, there's truly a difference. Um, and so I love using that in, in, in perfumes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I want you to no. I want you to address the difference between the different types of vanilla because if you get once if you get really good Madagascar vanilla, it does oh, not yeah. smell the same. And I think what is happening to some folks is that they are not using the correct type of vanilla. As a, not that they're using synthetic necessarily. But there is a huge difference between Mexican vanilla and Madagascar vanilla, correct? Yeah, I am actually glad that you said that. It took me a moment to think of what you're doing. I should say that most of the time I buy Madagascar vanilla. So, ah. <laughs> probably, that's a, that's, yeah, exactly. And, you know, the other thing is to think about, you know, the countries of origin, right? So, in Mexico, yeah. what kind of foods and ingredients do they use? Vanilla is going to be better, you know, Mexican vanilla is going to be better for recipes or magical conditionary yeah. or spells that coincide with ingredients from Mexico, right? So if you wanted a Correct. hot love, yes. hot love spell, yes. you could do, you know, a little bit of, of uh, cayenne or red pepper with vanilla to spice up, you know, the bedroom, obviously, you know, more stuff there. Whereas, you know, Madagascar vanilla has a very different, more tropical, alluring flavor and aroma to it. So that's a very good point with the different types. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because quite frankly, you, you really, because I know you study this really intensely, and a lot of us do not know the difference. So the fact that you lay it out is really important so that we are in the right direction. Because some things, you know, there is no substitute for actual essential oil as opposed to the synthetic. And I think sometimes folks think, well, I can just use the synthetic. Now, in some applications, that is, that is fine. I just want folks yeah. to not be disappointed yeah. with their results. Yeah. And that's too, I mean, I don't know, especially as, like, I get older, like, I'm noticing – God, it's like the the problem with being in the same age is like I am getting more and more allergic to certain things, you know, and mm -hmm. that's the stuff mm -hmm. with like the since like I've had to make my own homemade shampoo, you know, and on all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what it comes to when it comes to essential oils versus synthetic. Like if someone's in a financial situation, I, you know, I don't judge, but the reality is magically and also health wise, if you can afford the true essential oils and pure organic ingredients will be better for your magic and, and for your health in the long run, especially if it's something like the diffuser or the perfume spell uh, listed, you know, if, if the, even people talk about like how candles, like if they're impure, like and burning that, especially in witchery, you know, we're burning candles all the time with paraffin wax. Over time, right. you know, it's it's not as great. But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. But still, it's just to be more conscious of what we intake and breathe in, you know, and all that. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, there is no shame in my game. I, you know, candles can be very, very expensive, and I yeah. have no problem firing up the battery-powered candle. You know, while I'm doing a ritual, there is no problem with that, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, maybe that's just a me thing. But, you know, a lot of my friends have gluten allergies. They do make their own shampoos. They have baking yeah. soda allergies, so they do make their own deodorant. I mean, there's a whole bunch of health-conscious things 
that people are doing because of because of allergies. Listen, there's certain certain types of of incense that I can't even breathe near. So yeah. you know, sometimes sometimes you have to substitute, whether it's from a health perspective or even a cost perspective. There have yeah. been times where listen, vanilla bean, real pure vanilla bean is a fucking fortune. Um yeah. I mean a lot of money. So instead of necessarily using that, I will substitute something like, you know, listen, I have a very small bottle of 100% Madagascar vanilla extract. I use it very, you know, gingerly. I do not spread it everywhere. And sometimes it's even better to find something with similar properties that's less expensive than that particular ingredient. But, you know, just do your research, and a lot of the research, yeah. thanks to Julia, yeah. has been done for you. Look at that. Because <laughs> uh, she's, she's written more than one book, so you want to investigate her writings because she does talk about how to substitute certain things, and it's important to be able to do that, whether from a health standpoint or a cost standpoint. So I really appreciate what you do and how you do it and make it accessible for folks. Because this book could have been just, like, out of the league for some because of some of the ingredients. But because yeah. of your history, yeah. and folks should always investigate who they're buying books from and see what they do and see how they care and see what the explanations are in their previous works because it will help you out immensely. Um, but, like, how do, you, how do you come up with these spells and meditations is it something? Is it a, something you've tried, or you've learned a seed of it from somewhere else, and you've incorporated your own spin? How how do you create all of the things you've created in the book? Yeah, I I'll take the same approach that I take with my mixology. Now, part of it maybe you could say is ADHD, um, but you know. <laughs> Sitting with, you know, the meaning of what something is, looking up its associations, maybe there's certain ingredients for a sign or for a planet, you know, Um, or, you know, maybe I think about how I can integrate that into a lot of its testing, too. So, like, in the Capricorn season, um, I should say there's, like, there are also different types of, like, cinnamon, too, Um, but in Capricorn season, there's, like, a, a cinnamon stick um spell and it's like you know when you pour hot water over cinnamon sticks obviously depends on the quality um but the majority of them will open up in hot water and so i use that to like roll up a a bill and stick it in the cinnamon stick and roll it back up when i take it out of water so that way like it rolls with a dollar bill in there and i use that in abundant spells and stuff and so i put that in like capricorn season and honestly this is like part of it is also the kitchen witchery right because i'm a bartender like you know, if we put eggs in um, a cocktail, egg white in a cocktail, what do I do with the leftover eggshell, right? You can ground it up and make a protective powder. You can use that in fertilizer, you know, for your plants. That's an experiment that I, I did in college, you know, measuring the growth rates when eggshells were used. Um, you know, or you can use it as like a container to, to hold your candle um, and anyway, it's yeah. just all of the different ways you can use things. Um, there's like spells where you know, another bartending trick is like when you sprinkle certain spices over fire, you know, there's little sparkles that come from that. Obviously be safe. 
Um, and so that was like in some of the spells, I think in like Aries season where you sprinkle spices above the candle flame. Um, so I want to say a lot of it probably comes from mixology, you know, just thinking about the multiple ways I can use ingredients you can find in your spice cabinet or kitchen. Yeah, that kind of reminds me what you're just talking about. It just reminded me of your ethereal ember spell, which I thought was super duper cool uh, for Sagittarius season. See, this book has something for everybody. It's really super cool. There's all kinds of spells for abundance and protection and all of the things. I mean, and it's not limited. It's very, it's a very inclusive book. Just need to throw that in there so people know uh, because being inclusive is very important to me, and I'm so happy to see inclusion is important to my authors. So I always like to yeah. say, hey. Everybody, for everybody, every human, yes, yeah. Um, yeah. But I love that about you because you're you're a very open and nurturing and loving person, and your book. Oh, that's so sweet. I, I really, <laughs> I really hope, I really hope that that somebody starts giving you better description uh, titles for your book because <laughs> they're so. I mean, honestly, this this the title doesn't describe the book. It's it's really yeah. it is about astrology, no lie there, but it has so much more than that. It has planetary hours and it has spells for every uh, sign of the zodiac. So it is zodiac based. I'm not saying that it isn't. It certainly is. But there are potions, there are notions, there are spells, there are things to do. There are charts, interstellar ingredients, which. And, yeah. and those corresponding, you know, the corresponding charts are my favorite things in the book. It's a quick reference. There are quick references in there. For example, the ingredient, I'll, I'll just do one. I won't do a bunch. Cayenne, uh, Planet and Element Association, Mars and Fire, Key Things, Fashion, Heat, Jinx Breaking, Repellent Protection, Banishment. And that's just Cayenne. So, you know, there's like a list of things for that she's and there's other lists i go just the book chakra <laughs> references yes energy centers energy centers at which is important so it really is about it is about astrology but it's really about a whole bunch of other things and you've got color associations in here too which i also love um yeah it's very you you put a lot in like Okay, so, like, one of the first things I thought, because of a Libra, and I love lemonade, and you've got a communication lemonade in here, a recipe for it. Yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to, wait, wait, wait. I just wanted to point out that everything does not have alcohol in it. I don't actually drink, drink like that. But you could add alcohol to the communication lemonade if you wanted to, right? So, I mean, there's that yeah. option, but thank you for thinking of me who doesn't necessarily drink. And I do love <laughs> the, I mean, just the, the ingredients alone in the lemonade is just yummy. I mean, it's got a yes. little anise in it, it's some juice, it's got some honey, it's got some other really cool uh, herbs and spices that I was, that had never occurred, I, I mean, there's a couple of things in there. I was like, really? Okay, that sounds cool. Like, it was totally, totally yeah. taste delicious. So I'm like, wow, yeah. I'm really jazzed. You know? 
Yeah, and I should say, too, that part of the reason why I organize it by the, the zodiacs is because part of the way that I'm connecting, um, you know, in astrology and Western astrology, each of the signs has a ruling planet. Um, there's a couple yeah. of um, other celestial bodies in there, like we have Pallas in here and Chiron, um, and they're all associated with different signs. The houses are associated with different signs, and the signs themselves mm-hmm. are a particular expression of an element, right? So fire, the cardinal, yeah. the spark, that's Aries. You know, you've got Leo, the fixed fire, it maintains, you know, the, the vitality, the energy, the creativity, um, whereas, you know, Sagittarius is the mutable expression, the more flexible and adventurous expression of fire. And so, like, even if you're just coming from an elemental standpoint, um, so each of the seasons has kind of focus on that energy. Sagittarius season, okay, you're going to find spells for obviously Sagittarius, but also the mutable expression of fire. You're going to find spells for Jupiter as well as for Chiron, um, for the part of Chiron that's associated with Sagittarius. So I just I thought it was like a way, and also if someone just wants to work with seasonal energy, you know during Sagittarius yeah. season you have the sun in Sagittarius, the new moon is going to be in Sagittarius. So you can easily choose, you know, go on a seasonal basis um, and connect to that seasonal energy that way too. Absolutely. And that this is why the descriptor on the book is not, Enough. I'm sorry. I know I'm I'm complaining about something stupid, but I just it's so important no, to I me totally that people know. Uh, yeah, I just want people to understand that this book is so much more than what the title is, as most books are, but especially in books dealing with witchcraft and astrology. Um, please check this book out. It's it's such a great book. And it's easy to use, and you can, of course, go outside of your particular sign to use all the spells, all of yeah. the, the cocktails and potions and notions. It's certainly open to more than just your sign. And it would make a really great gift, I think. I mean, you know, it's the second half of the year. It's time to think about stuff like this. Um, so, Julia, can you tell me a little bit about what else you're working on? Just a little hint? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, you know this already, but uh, hopefully in the future with book titles, I do have a book agent now, um, which has yep. been life changing, uh, being able to, <laughs> you know, argue for a livable wage and better rights. Um, so oh. that's a big thing. And so right now I am working on another a part of the Adams Media Modern Witchcraft book. So I'm working on their Modern Witchcraft book of Moon Magic. Um, which obviously I've, I've done work on that before with Moon Magic and Mixology. Obviously, this won't be alcohol-based, unfortunately. But, <laughs> um, but then after that, I can't, yeah, I can't speak on it super soon because nothing's, you know, signed yet. But I, I hope to be working on a cocktail book um, as soon as I finish this one. And I'm very excited about it because it combines my loves of, of my life. Um, so I'm Fingers crossed it comes together, and I get a book deal for that book because I, I think everyone would just love it. But, yeah. I already love all your books already. The ones <laughs> I already have are great. Just saying. Um, so tell people, because we're down to, like, a minute and a half, tell folks how they can find you. Yeah, the best way to really find me is just to go to witchcraftcocktails.com. 
Uh, that is my blog. I put, you know, non-alcoholic and alcoholic recipes on there, but also it has links to all of my other accounts. And these days with all of the scammers uh, that pop up, you know, it's better to connect directly through an author site to their platforms uh, because you never know what, what Instagram or Facebook accounts are, are scammers. So that's probably the best way to go for, uh, is twitchcraftcocktails.com and connect to me through there. So you're not you're you're not on the threads thing, are you? Not not yet. Um, I probably should because I'm a I'm a creator, you know, and I feel obligated. But I just I'm not a big fan of social media, you know. Like I use it, but it's just uh, it's a little draining. So. No, I'm I'm totally the same. I can't keep hopping from one thing to another. I'm old and running out of patience. So yeah, I yeah. you know I'm not really on Twitter. I don't really post anything on oh, yeah. Twitter. I may like put an episode up on Twitter, but I don't engage on Twitter for the most part. And now it's just like every five minutes. There, I mean, I remember when Mastodon was a thing for five seconds, and then that went away. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, I remember. And it's like they keep cropping up every once in a while. And it's like. I'm already tied into Zuckerberg because I'm on Facebook. Isn't that enough? Yeah. I mean, how much do I have to give him? And I've got an Instagram yeah. account that I barely use because, again, enough already. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, so, it's like five or more social media accounts. Like when I post a blog, I have to post on Facebook. I have to post on Instagram. I have to post on TikTok, Twitter, which I don't do, you know, threads, all these different things. I was like, it's too much, you know, to have five different social media pages so i know <laughs> uh, we need somebody we need a okay so here's a new job description for somebody social media only manager someone to post your shit everywhere so you don't have to and they can monitor yeah. it and we'll we'll pay you a monthly fee of 25 dollars and you can make a fortune <laughs> doing that i don't have the patience yeah. i don't have the time but i'm sure some some smart person can figure that out anyway julia I love you to pieces. Yeah. The book is the modern yeah, book of astrology. What a great book. Your complete guide to empowering your magic with the energy of the planet. You are wonderful. I am looking forward to the next thing you do. I am thinking of you. I love you to pieces. Thank you again for coming yeah, to hang out too. with me. Thank you for having me. I always love talking. <laughs> me, me too. I like talking to you. You're wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank All you. All right. I, you are so welcome. I will talk to you soon. All right, guys. Next week, I'll be back with the team. And on Friday of next week, I'll be back with Talos and Govannon. Sorry, the pagan pundit. And aside from that, I hope you all have a wonderful week and weekend. Take care. Be blessed.